1: And before I begin, anything I want to say, I love you so much. Yeah, I love you so much. Um, pastor Dave, thank you very much, and Mama Jeannie, I love you guys. If fact, from here to the moon and back, thank you very much for the love shown and the various opportunities that you give to some of us to minister, okay? Yeah, today I was speaking with my herd pastor from Ghana, and he was asking me, so how is your pastor treating you here? I was like, here is family. He was like... That is a good place to be. So, thank you so much, Pastor Dave Mamadini, Pastor Randin, and the whole church. The love is amazing. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm believing, God, that tonight God is going to bless you like never before. Just open up your spirit, open up yourself. Amen. Because every day God has something new to tell His people. Um, one thing I love about God is that every day His word is new. Even if you've heard it before, right. it is new. Hallelujah. Right. The manner seemed the same. But you could not keep it for another day. Hallelujah. Meaning that every day God brings fresh food to his people. And I pray that tonight you'll be blessed like never before.
0: Shall we close our eyes? Shall we close our eyes? Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the most fear. Your glory, God, is for our heart long for to be overcome by your presence. Oh, Marona la Telalabando, Sobraske Pidehosa. Just speak in the
1: language of the Holy Ghost. Just speak in the language of the Holy Ghost. Rada baron as saraba sombranda Ridadosa Randi Brosi da Baroka Brandilo Viloza da Dalosa Kraba di Hilakusa Rababando Salibarandis Kibrondas Kapala Bosa Yes speaking the language of the holy ghost Cerebrando Saliba Rabalo Rembandos Kibrandos Kipada Ki Padada Bado Bras Ki Padada Baha Rabadoski Brandada Basa Rabados Dada Baham Rabadoski Ki Brandos
0: Bosa Krabola Bindola Bah Yes, Lord, Yes, Lord, shall Holy Spirit, you are, world, come here, Come flood this place and fill the earth fear, Your glory, God is for our hearts. Long for to be overcome by Your presence, Lo, Holy Spirit. You are welcome, Father. We yield to You. Come flood this place and fill the utmost fear. Your glory, blood is what our hearts. Long for to be overcome presence. I see your face, you're beautiful. you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Just worship God. I see your face. You're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Just worship God. I see your face, you are beautiful, you're beautiful. If you can lift up your hands, just lift up your hands and glorify God. Oh, I see your face. You're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Father, we thank you for tonight.
1: God is here. Father, we thank you for your presence, oh God. We thank you that, Lord, as earthen earthen vessels as we are, God, you decide to tabernacle yourself in us. We who never deserve our Lord, we become partakers of your love. That we can even call you our Father, Lord. It amazes us. We say we give you praise. Say we give you honor, Father. We commit every heart here into your hand, oh God. Father, fill our hearts, O oh God. Fill us so much, oh God. Speak to us tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus.
0: You're beautiful. You're beautiful, you're beautiful, Father we give you praise.
1: Tonight I want to share something the Lord has laid on my heart and for some time now I've been sharing that word and today I'm sharing the part three of it and it is titled Working in Purpose. I don't know those of us who were here um, when we started this series on working in purpose but then one key thing I want to reiterate to you or one key thing I want to bring to your understanding and to your attention tonight is that the most pathetic person on earth is the one without purpose on earth the reason being that God whenever he calls he gives you purpose he can't bring you on earth to be a waste one theologian said that God doesn't call Christians to be idle He calls you and commissions you and gives you work to do. That's why the Bible says that for God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. And he has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. The original meaning of ministry means work. So that means that God has given us work to do as every child of God. Therefore, as every person, it is very important for you to know your purpose on earth. That's the reason why God wants me to share this with you if as at now you haven't identified your purpose i pray over your life tonight that may god open your eyes that you'll be able to fathom and understand and know his purpose for your life in the mighty name of jesus you know do not confuse age with knowing your purpose there are some people who have lived on earth for a long time but yet to have not identified their purpose the only place you can identify your purpose is in christ so when you read the Bible, you could understand that people came to understand and came to know their purpose when they encountered the word of God, when they encountered Jesus Christ. Tonight, I want to submit to somebody, it doesn't matter how long you've existed on earth. It doesn't matter how it seems as though your life has become waste. I want to tell you somebody that Christ is here and he's ready to unravel your purpose to you. Life becomes so easy when you work in his purpose. Working in God's purpose for your life is working in His will for you. So I talked about what what purpose is. And we got to understand that purpose is our why on earth. Purpose is the reason for which something exists. So anything doesn't just exist, but everything exists for a purpose. I remember when I was a kid, I heard that, and I'm I'm not um, a medical person but I know that Pastor David um some people here are medical experts and they said that uh, more than one million or about one trillion spams compete to fertilize one egg right and you get to understand that despite all these many competitions going on God isolates you and bring you on earth you weren't part of the wasted spams but you're part of those that were able to fertilize the egg and come on earth meaning that you are special. And because you are special, God has given you a purpose. So today, I want to talk about the second thing you need to know to help you to walk in your purpose. And the second thing I want to talk about is man. Hallelujah. Everything, every person on this earth needs somebody. Everybody on this earth needs somebody. God responds to the. Issues and the crisis of this world through men He doesn't respond through signs and wonders But he responds through people Let's go to the Bible When you look at the people of Israel When they had been in captivity for about 430 years The Bible says that God called a man Called Moses And it was through this man that many signs and wonders came And the people of Israel were liberated There was a man called Jesus Who came on earth and he still lives and the Bible said this man came. When he came, it was hard for anybody to even hear the voice of God. But this man came and through him salvation has come unto man. I want to tell you somebody. That for you to be able to locate and identify your purpose. For you to be able to walk in your purpose. Aside the word of God, you need somebody. No one, can, no one exists and exists idly. No one can say that I don't need anybody. As for me, I can exist without nobody. I can do everything on my own. It doesn't, It's not true. Never lie to yourself. There is an that no man is an island, right? But can I tell you that even island depends on the water. Because God has commissioned in the economy of God. He has prepared things in such a way that things depend on the other. So every human being needs somebody. Some people are struggling to identify their purpose because they haven't met somebody. When you go to the book of Acts chapter 9, it talks about a man whom a lot is said about him. And in fact, a lot of young people want to be like this gentleman. This man is called Paul. The Bible says in the verse 8 that Paul picked himself up off the ground. But when he opened his eyes, he was blind. This was a man who was pursuing the people of Jesus. He decided to terminate everybody. I mean, clear all Christians from the surface of the earth. One day he was on his way to Damascus. And while he was on his way, he encountered the Messiah. He encountered the God of God and the King of Kings. He encountered Jesus. And he went blind. This man was blind. He could not see again. With all his many accolades that people say about him. With all his many successes he has choked. With all his strength and everything he could boast of. There he was down there. Could not even see. The verse 9 says that he remained, he remained there blind for three days and did not eat or drink. Now there was a believer in Damascus named Ananias. You know, sometimes one thing you should ask yourself is that why does God let people do, but doesn't do? Can I submit to you that God's method is man. God, God has instituted man to be the solution to the earth. And it encompasses everything you can think of. Therefore, if you have an issue, one of the ways and one of the possible ways God will respond to it is through men. So this man was now down. He could not see. The one who made him blind could have easily opened his eyes so that he could see. But he commissioned another man in a vision that he should go back and look for this man called Paul. When this man heard that it was Paul, he was afraid because he had heard of the many things this man called Paul had done. And many things he had still made up his mind to do and if i if, if i know a person who is very madros who is very dangerous to be around with i wouldn't get close to that person but this time when jesus said I go and meet that man his salvation is in your hands it is through you that you'll be able to see again he never knew that one day this man will be an author of about 13 epistles that people like me and you about after 2000 years would read and will get to understand more about jesus The Lord spoke to him in a vision, calling Ananias. He replied, the Lord said, go over to Stray Street, to the house of Judas. When you get there, ask for a man from Thessos called Saul. He is praying to me right now. Some of you are still praying and are seeking for answers. Some of you are praying for certain solutions in life. Some of you are just there and you are still praying and praying. That, God, when will my solution come? Can I submit to you? God is preparing a man for you. Sometimes it can even be through your head, Pastor. Sometimes it can even be through someone very close to you that you may not pay attention to. It's very funny. Sometimes God works through people that you would not easily assume that they will be the solution to your problem. Jesus was a man who was called the, he was called gluten, right? He was eating so too much. They looked at him and were like, "Are you really sure you are the Messiah?" A Messiah cannot be like this. He didn't have any six packs. He was slim like me. There was nothing fancy about him that anybody would like about him. To boast and say that this is indeed a Messiah. But he was. They were the Lord, but Lord, exclaimed to Ananias because he was complaining. And when you go down, The verse 15. The Bible says, but the Lord said, "Go for so, go for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to kings as well as the people of Israel." The next verse, and I will show him much. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name'sake. So Ananias went and found Saul. He laid his hands on him and said, "Brother Saul." The Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road, has sent me so that you might regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly, kapalosaya, something like scales fell from his eyes and he regained his sight. Then he got up and he was baptized. And the verse 19 afterwards, he had some food and regained his strength. Hallelujah. So needed Ananias so that he could regain his sight and he could start fulfilling his purpose on earth. You need somebody. Find that person. If you haven't found pray. God may lead you to that person. Because you can't walk on the surface of of this earth and think that you are just alone and that you need nobody, you need no hands, you need no mouth to be spoken upon you, you need no one to teach you. It's a lie. Yes, I believe, in the, I believe what the Bible says is that the Holy Spirit shall guide us into all truth. But he also uses men to give us deeper insight into things. To help us, channel us, into the, uh, channel us on the right course, so that we can fulfill our purpose on earth. Many people have made a lot of mistakes because they've met people who have the capacity to change their lives. But because of their attitude, they miss it. Sometimes you may need your head faster. I'm not here to talk about any man, but I'm here to talk about certain things you need to know so that your struggle will reduce in life. Because now people have become like, I don't care, I don't respect anybody, I don't respect my pastor, I don't care what he says, I don't care what this person does, I'm on my own, I can do whatever I want to do. Can I submit to you, that is unbiblical and that's immature. Though there are many, though you are born again, but in the Bible it says that He has instituted certain offices. They are meant to build us so that we can become like Him, so that the the saints can be perfected. You need somebody. You need somebody. Tell the one sitting beside you, you need somebody. That is why when I come to church, and I'm sitting down, and somebody is speaking, I don't take the words for granted. That's when I, when I get close to people, I don't take them for granted. When I look at my life, I look at how God has taken me through the course of ministry, and He's still taking me. And I realize that at every particular point in time, He intentionally brings some people to me. But it is left to me how I'm able to assess and tap into that which I'm supposed to get from them. So I can move to the next level. I remember when I was growing in the faith, I was praying that God, please let me see signs and wonders demonstrated in my ministrations. Yes, though I would preach, people would say that the word was powerful, but no signs accompanied. But I know in the Bible it says that now signs and wonders shall follow them that believe. So if I preach and people are cut through the heart, then signs and wonders, healing should take place. People should, I mean the evidence of the Holy Spirit should be realized. Now remember when I went to Accra I met one I, that was when I met my head pastor. This man functioned in strange grace and strange miracles. He said he will whenever he's ministry and he sees me, he will lay his hands on me and pray, and pray and pray and pray and pray. He did that for a long time. One time I got an opportunity to minister somewhere. Hey, I start the same things I do. I started preaching, and to my greatest amazement, things were totally different. So much manifestations, and I was like, "Where does this come from?" Then I got to realize that many hands that have been laid is what has led to that, and it is biblical. But you know, so let's go to the book of 1 Samuel. Talks about a young man. But before you get there, before that young man came to be, there was a woman called Hannah. That was the mother. Hannah had, it had been a long time this woman hadn't given birth. She had been crying and been crying and been crying. The Bible says that one time she went to the temple to pray. While she was praying, there was another man of God who was sitting down there. His name was called Eli. He watched this woman. This woman was praying. And he was praying like he was drunk. And this man was like, how can you be drunk at this early morning? And she said, I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. Then, you know, something amazes me. Seeing her lips moving, but hearing no sound. He thought she had been drinking. Then she replied, oh no sir, I have not been drinking wine or strong or anything strong, but I am very discouraged. Today I prophesy over your life. If you've been discouraged today, I see courage falling on you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Any area of your life that you need courage, I pray and I prophesy that upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. I am discouraged. We are, you know, we are in a dispensation where people are discouraged. So many discouragements. We are discouraged in our families, in our kids. We are discouraged at our workplace, in our churches. We are discouraged anywhere, wherever we go. You see discouragement all around. This woman was discouraged. Though she was praying. Though sometimes you'll be praying and you'll be praying, but you are so discouraged. But can I tell you that God has the solution to your problems. And God can use man to solve your problems. Do you know something that happened? Can we go to the verse to the verse 16? Don't think I am a wicked woman. Don't think I am a wicked woman. For I have been praying out of great anguish and sorrow. Then the, the man of God said, In that case, go in peace. That was all that the woman needed. Sometimes all that you need is just a word. That's why sometimes you can be praying someone will just come to you and the person will be like, receive peace. That is the solution to your problem. The person can come and say, be blessed. The person can come to you and say, be healed. Sometimes you don't need thousands of tongues to be spoken upon your life. You don't need people to be jumping and crying before you know that they are doing something or what they are doing is working in your life. All that the woman needed was go in peace. May the God of Israel grant the request. Grant the request you have asked of him. And and she said, thank you. Her attitude. Her attitude. Her attitude. She was ready to receive. She wasn't she, she wasn't familiar. She hadn't taken him for granted. Though he would see Eli every day. Though, because the Bible said, As it was his custom. So that means that Eli... Frequently be sitting down, watching people as they pray was always in the temple. But this woman, though he knew that Eli was always there, he took his words and he said, and she said, thank you. And when you go to the next verses, this woman gave birth. And the name of the child was called Samuel. Some of you, you are just waiting for your Samuel to be manifested in life. But you need an Eli to speak over your life. That is why you should respect everybody who get, who, whom you get close to. Don't look at the person's age and look down on the person. You make a big mistake. When Jesus was walking on the surface of the earth, he was just 30 years. But this man's words were powerful enough to change a destiny. Don't take people for granted. Don't take people's words because words are powerful. Because when we started with purpose, I said that this word was framed by the word of God. Some of you, you need your mothers to lay their hands on you and prophesy over you. Some of you, you need your fathers. When you look at Jacob and his sons, he laid his hands on them and prophesied over them. That's why if you're here and you have your kids, you have to always be praying over them. One time, I was asking God, God, how come that you've You've blessed me like this. And he was like, you know, your dad prayed a prayer when he was a young man. And you are the answer to that prayer. So you must be praying every day. Lay your hands on your wives. Pray for them because the Bible says that for the man is the head of the house as Christ is the head of the church. Pray over her. Speak blessings over her. Women, lay your hands on your husbands. Pray for them. Prophets, there are times I tell my wife, Baby, please pray for me. I don't take her words for granted. You need somebody. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 3 that now (laughs) Samuel, the guy had matured. And among all the kids of Eli, he was the one to be used by God. By then, this man was old and he was virtually rejected by God. This young man, full of fire, full of the Holy Ghost, he could prophesy with precision and accuracy. God started, God started talking to this man, this guy could not hear. So he went to Eli, and Eli said, go, go, go and sleep. He Then later, Eli could discern and know that this is the this is God wanting to talk to this man, and that was when Samuel received his first prophecy, and that was the journey, that is what started the prophetic ministry of Samuel. He needed an Eli. You need somebody. You need somebody. You need somebody. That's that's what I came to tell you if you want to locate and identify your purpose, sometimes you'll be there and a man of God can call you or a brother can call you and be like, please, I see God telling me, I hear God telling me that this, that do this, do that, do this, and that will change and transform your life. If you take it, it will end you well. If you go against it, sometimes God will be merciful and will use another person to talk to you. But sometimes it might not go well with you. Then one day you'll be like, God, you didn't tell me. And you'll be like, I spoke to one person. God will not bring an angel from heaven to come and tell you something. When the man who was disobedient till his last breath, when he went to hell and went to meet with Abraham, he was like, then please, can I go back and go and tell my brothers, to, because they are worse off than me. And he said, no. No. There are people there. But what about sending angels? He was like, Moses and the other prophets are there. If they speak and they will not listen, what should that even angel, they will listen to them? Because let me tell you, human beings, where God has positioned us, we are powerful. The Bible says, for what is man that you love so much? That you've made him a little lower than Elohim. So man is just a little lower than God. That is why we will judge angels. So if those who are that powerful... When they speak and you not listen, do you want those made with fire and wind to come and talk to you before you change your life? No. At every time, God will raise a voice. At every particular point of time, God will bring somebody in your life. Be careful with how you treat people. Be careful with the people that you get close to. Be careful with how you interact with people. Be careful with how you see people. Be careful with people who have laid their hands on you before. Be careful of people who are shepherds over your soul because God positioned them in your life for a purpose. You need somebody. You know, in this life there are two things. Either you meet the right person or you meet the wrong person. But time is far spent. So today I will just end with this one. But the next time I'll talk, I'll talk about the other side of people that you should be careful of. But today, I just want to, God wanted me to just focus on this one. That you need somebody. Just look all around you. Sometimes, I'm just using Pastor Dave because he's my shepherd here. And there are many things that God will use Pastor Dave to say. And as much as I open my heart and my spirit, they begin to manifest Sometimes I'm like, why is that some people can be in the house of God, hear all these good news, encounter this grace, and their life will still not change. Because their heart is hard. They are disobedient. They are too known. They think that they are on their own. Even Jesus needed a vessel. Even Jesus needed a mother before he could come on earth. When he was right for ministry. He needed the 12 apostles. Everybody needs somebody. Can you close your eyes? Just look deep down within your heart. The people that you've encountered. Just begin to pray. Some some of us we have not been able to reach where we are supposed to reach because we've looked down on people whom God has given them the ability to transform our lives. Because some of us have been so disobedient to the many, 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 many things that some people who are, who are fathers and are mentors over our lives have told us. Because sometimes some, some people we belittle them in our lives. Therefore, even when they speak, their words are not heavy enough to transform our lives. Can you pray to God that God says through my heart, just talk to him. You know the people you've encountered. And as you pray, just tell God, God, send me a man. Send me that person who can change my destiny, O oh God. Send me that person, O oh God, who can transform my life. Send me that person, Lord, that you've destined that we should meet so that my life will never be the same. Can you lift up your voice and begin to pray? Can you lift up your voice and begin to pray? Just speak in tongues. Just, just pray to God. Paul needed an Ananias. Paul needed Ananias. Paul needed the hands of Ananias to be laid on him. Hannah needed an Eli. Hannah needed an Eli. Someone needed an Eli. You need somebody. Lift up your voice and pray that God send me that person. Send me that angel. Send me that person. That has the ability to transform my life for the word of a man has the ability to transform your life for the words of a man has the ability to change your life some people's life have been changed because of hands that have been laid on them some people's lives have been changed uh, because of the many words that have been spoken over their life. Uh. lift up your voice and praise somebody jala lalabosa labadiele hosa ya lebrandosa neka pile de 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 bosaila kore basoda bahosa rapa la pale ponta pile hosa rede de 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 bosaila bande karadaba melelele
0: Father, we thank you. I, I remember when I
1: was preparing to go to Ghana. I knew God had spoken of, upon my life that I should go. But there was nothing. I was like, God, how am I going to go? I didn't know how I was even going to go. Like, I believed in the words of God, but there was nothing to show. But God used a man. God used people. I don't know how it happened, but help came from people. Help did not come from trees, but it came from men. And they blessed my life, and I was able to go and touch souls and come. Father, I pray. I pray for everybody here. One time I was ministering in Ghana, and I saw saw the church members be rebellious to their leaders. And God was telling me that the reason why some of them, their lives will never be better is because of this kind of attitude. We had to lift up, we had to lift up prayers that time so that people will cry and ask for the mercies of God. So that their lives will change and be better. Father, I pray for everybody gathered
0: here. Father,
1: I pray that Lord bless them.
0: God bless you. And keep you. May His face shine upon you. Be gracious to you. God then His face towards you. And give you peace. That's my words for you. God bless you. And keep you. May His face shine upon you. Be gracious to you. God and His face to you. And gave you peace. Amen. 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 Father, we thank you for answering our prayers. Ha. Father,
1: we thank you. Father, we thank you. There is somebody here, one of you. You have a son. The son is having something like cancer. And I see like kidney. I don't know. Something related to the Kidney. But whilst we're praying, I, I, I saw the hand of God touch that person's son. And I see God liberating and healing that person. And I know and I believe in my spirit that there will be testimony soon. And no matter how far things have gone, God has repaired things. Families here that have been crushed, God has mended the families together. And love is abounding in families. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. In Jesus' precious name, we've prayed, we've thanksgiving. Let all saints say, Amen. God bless you. Amen. If you are here and you need prayers, um, kindly come, and I will pray with you. Amen. Amen. Thank you you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616.